Okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, and that's room tone. So, this is the pensive tower announcement. <sighs> Why am I out of breath? Fuck's sake. <clears throat> Hi, this is Gina Moriarty, Chief. Fuck's sake, Cassie. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Hi, this is Gina Moriarty, Chief Editor of Scroll and Dagger. I'm here to tell you about The Pensive Tower, a brand new podcast we're going to be releasing soon. The world of The Pensive Tower is one recovering from calamity, after an event remembered only as the Great Collapse brought about the end of civilization as it was known, and plunged the world into a dark age. Now, nearly 2,000 years later, a new society has arisen, and the pensive tower was built to house the memory and the pensive tower was built to house the memories of the people <sighs> and the pensive tower was built to house the memories of the people to ensure that such a loss of knowledge never happens again join paxton ferrex as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about the great collapse might not be such a distant memory after all Find the Pensive Tower wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and I'm going to do it like line by line. Hi, this is Gina Moriarty, Chief Editor of Scroll and Dagger. I'm here to tell you about the Pensive Tower, a brand new podcast we're going to be releasing soon. Hi, this is Gina Moriarty, Chief Editor of Scroll and Dagger. I'm here to tell you about the Pensive Tower, a brand new podcast we're going to be releasing soon. The world of the Pensive Tower is one recovering from calamity, after an event remembered only as the Great Collapse brought about the end of civilization as it was known, and plunged the world into a dark age. The world of the Pensive Tower is one recovering from calamity, after an event remembered only as the Great Collapse brought about the end of civilization as it was known, and plunged the world into a dark age and plunged the world into a dark age. The world of the Pensive Tower is one recovering from calamity, after an event remembered only as the Great Collapse brought about the end of civilization as it was known, and plunged the world into a dark age. Now, nearly 2,000 years later, a new society has arisen, and the Pensive Tower was built to house the memory of the people to ensure such a loss of knowledge never happens again. Now, nearly 2,000 years later, a new society has arisen, and the pensive tower was built to house the memories of the people to ensure such a loss of knowledge never happens again. That's such a sentence. <clears throat> now, nearly 2,000 years later, a new society has arisen, and the pensive tower was built to house the memory of the people to ensure that such a loss of knowledge never happens again. Join Paxton Ferrex as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about... Join Paxton Ferrex as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about the Great Collapse 
might not be such a distant memory after all. Join Paxton Ferrix as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about the Great Collapse might not be such a distant memory after all. Join Paxton Ferrix as he makes his way through the donated memories housed within the tower and discovers that the horrors that brought about the Great Collapse might not be such a distant memory after all. Find the Pensive Tower wherever you get your podcasts. Find the Pensive Tower wherever you get your podcasts. Find the Pensive Tower wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to a Dead Letter podcast, where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we will explore some of the most intriguing and spine-tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern-day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imaginations of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey into the unknown, exploring some of the most fascinating and eerie aspects of the paranormal world. Yeah, man, that last part always gets me. Like, I'm here telling this shit, and I feel like I always got a burp at the end, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I just write it out. But trying to keep this shit consistent. All right, so... Again, I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location here while I'm trying to recover from the flu, the super flu bug that almost fucking killed me. All right, let's get into it. Let's get our shout outs here. Uh, quick shout out to Bull Talk by Joe, The Thing About Us, The League of Kings, The Conversation Cabin, Shadows in the Attic, The Parallel Boys, formerly known as The Parallel Discussion, Marmal Games, uh, Brutal Bizarre Boozy, Beyond the Shadows podcast, and The Total Conundrum. And I'm pretty sure I'm probably annoying the shit out of you guys with these all the time. And I'm probably going to start, I guess, cutting them out completely. And I'm just going to start putting out, like, little trailers as we started doing, like, this little trailer shuffle. So you're going to start um, hearing a couple of trailers either at the beginning or at the end of the podcast. It just depends on how I put them. Uh, since I'm pretty lazy with the editing, most likely I'm going to put one in the beginning. And then I'm probably going to put one at the end. Now we got that out of the way. Let's begin. This happened to me over summer break last year. I was staying over a friend's apartment. We had planned out the whole week with just binge watching our favorite shows and eating our favorite food. On the third day, we decided to go through a horror show and movie marathon. Late at night, as we were getting ready to sleep, I asked my friend if she believed in any of this stuff. She said she did, and she didn't want to talk about it as it scared her. Seeing the green light to have some fun, I pushed the subject a bit on her. She started opening up about her experiences with shadows and toys when she was younger. I asked her if she ever experienced anything in the apartment she currently lives in. She paused and told me to just go to sleep. I head over to the spare bed she has, and I start getting comfortable. I start dozing off, only to be disrupted by a tapping sound. I look up, and standing in the doorway, I see what appeared to be a woman. I couldn't really make the face, but the shape and outline told me it was a woman. I called out my friend, thinking it was her, but nothing came out of me. I then tried to get up, but realized that I couldn't move. The bed covers were wrapped so tight around me, I couldn't move my arms or legs. The woman then began to approach me. As it got closer, I was, I was able to make out its face. 
She was old. She had an evil grin on her face, and her teeth looked extremely sharp. As she was getting closer, it looked like she was trying to tell me something, but in doing so, exposed her long, serpent-like tongue. I was scared. I began to cry. I saw how this thing got on top of the bed, and it sunk because of the weight. Its face was right above mine. I couldn't take it anymore, and I just passed out. In the morning, when I woke, I found my covers all on the floor. I get up and ask my friend if anything weird happened last night, and she responds with no. Did I trigger something in my friend's apartment? Probably karma. No, I'd explain. I don't know, but I... <laughs> whatever was in there probably picked up the vibes that you were trying to scare your friend by pushing the subject, so I decided to be like, all right, you're asking her, and well, let me give you like a fucking first-hand experience of what the fuck is in here, you know? And there you go. I work in a large retail warehouse. I count our inventory every week to see what needs to be ordered and what doesn't. Uh, my workspace is the inventory cage, which consists of a large chain link cage that divides into parts, into two parts. On this particular day, I was counting my inventory on the left side. And I guess it must have been in my work, my workflow, because I didn't even notice when someone entered the cage on my right side next to me. And you can't see when someone's older. It's it's a chain link fence, so there's no like privacy cover, so you could just straight up see into the other aisles over there. And you know this thing is shaped like a rectangle with maybe like one chain link fence dividing them to make them to two rooms or cages, you know. And yeah, from the corner of my eye as I'm making imagery, you kind of see someone that's like walking back and forth, just moving boxes. Like you just see out of the corner of your eye, like just like a black figure, you know. But like I was attributing to it. It's probably one of my other coworkers. So I paid no attention to it until I heard a grunt and a box fall. Thinking that this person might be hurt and needs my help, I head over to go help the person in the cage. But when I get in, I see nobody. But I do see a fairly large box on the floor, but no one in the cage. I look around to see if anyone is near me or nearby and just see everybody else working uh, in the aisles away from me. Uh, a couple weeks after this incident, I was doing inventory again, but this time with my back turned against the other cage. I was finishing up the last of the product when I get yanked by the hair so hard, I almost dropped my laptop. I ran out to see if anyone was around again, and again, I was the only one in the area. And these are the only two things that happened to me so far since I've been working there. And it's been pretty quiet now. So that kind of reminds me of two things of a warehouse that I used to work in because that place was fucking huge and spooky. Uh, the patrols were kind of creepy, especially after dark. But then it also reminds me of these other stories I think my friend told me when she used to work at the at Toys R Us. Uh, she said a lot of crazy shit happened in that Toys R Us. I probably need to go talk to her and have her write those shits in so I can like, tell them to you guys. I know I think I told them <coughs> in, another, in another podcast, but I kind of forgot them. But I'll share them here with you guys. Hi, Immortal. My wife and I would have heated debates about the paranormal. I am very much a believer while she is not. My wife loves to collect antiques. Some are given to her, some she buys, and others she finds out on the road. I tell her all the time that those old items carry energy and memories of the previous owners, but she doesn't pay attention to it or me. And she just says it's just a regular table chair. There's nothing supernatural about it. Uh, recently, she brought in a reading chair into the bedroom that looks like a modern take on a rocking chair. I told her that I got a weird feeling from it, but she again dismissed it. Um, but fast forward a couple of nights ago, I woke up to use the restroom. Upon returning to the bedroom, I saw what I thought was my wife sitting on the chair. 
I flipped the lights on and there's no one in the chair. My wife was still in bed, sound asleep. I tell my wife in the morning what I saw and she just tells me I'm seeing things. That I'm getting, letting all this antique talk get, to, get into my head. I was upset she didn't believe me, but I was used to it. This was the first time I saw anything in our room. I would normally see things in the other areas, but not in the bedroom. So I knew that the chair that was just brought came with extras. After a couple months, my wife just abruptly decided to put the chair outside of the house. I was surprised she doesn't usually get rid of the things she buys just like that. I asked her what caused a sudden change. She tells me that she woke up last night to use the restroom. Upon re returning to the room, she thought she saw me sitting in the chair and thought it was cute. I was trying to scare her. She flipped the lights and saw no one on the chair. She saw me sound asleep, and then she heard a loud noise coming from the living room. She peeked out and saw the outline of a large man in the living room. She jumped into bed trying to wake me up, but she said I wouldn't wake up. So she mustered all the courage she had, grabbed whatever she could use as a weapon, and walked towards the living room. She turned on the lights and found no one. She only found one of her plants was tipped over, but no sign of a large man she saw earlier. She said she doesn't know what she believes in now because after these two experiences, but, but all she knows is that she didn't see anything before she got the chair. Damn, Dave, it sounds like you might need to get a more supportive partner. <laughs> I'll just fuck with you, but yeah, it's kind of a dick move. She's very dismissive. And, um, but then again, you know, it kind of evens out, you know, you kind of let her push you around a bit, but at least now she kind of became a believer, huh? No, kind of, kind of. All right. And I think this is the last one of the show. Uh, hi, Immortal. I grew up in a haunted house. Now I love this house I grew up in and had the most wonderful memories there. The house was large. It was three floors plus a little attic. We had a lot of living space and I'm jealous already. Uh, my paranormal encounter starts like this. As far back as I can remember, I've always complained about an odd smell of farts and rotten eggs that lingered around the third floor. I would complain to my parents and they would dismiss it as they claimed they could not smell it. I would also complain to them about an odd feeling I would get when I would walk by the stairs near the attic. We would occasionally hear disembodied footsteps in the floor above or in the floors above when we were on the living room. Once my younger brother was able to talk and express himself, he started validating my experiences. He would complain about the odd smell in the third floor. So just for context, my brother's room and my room were located on the third floor, while our parents' uh, room was located on the second floor. Uh, strange things began to occur at night. I started to hear someone walk across the landing and open my brother's room. I could faintly hear him talking to someone. I couldn't really make out what it was, but I assumed it was my dad checking in on him. Uh, this went for a couple of weeks, so I decided to ask my dad in the morning why he would only check in on my brother and not me. Uh, my dad looked puzzled and answered uh, with, what are you talking about? I explained to him that I would hear him walk to my brother's room at night. He said that wasn't him, and he looked a little concerned. In doing so, I guess I read it on my brother as I guess he hadn't mentioned anything to them. Um, and I didn't mean to, but... So we asked my brother what was going on at night. Who was he talking to so late? My brother was reluctant to tell us. He didn't look comfortable speaking about it, but my parents reassured him that it was okay. So my brother told us that he had a friend that, he would, that would play with him, and sometimes his friend would want to play with him at night. His friend would come down the attic and open his door and ask him to play with him up there. 
He would tell his friend no, and his friend would get upset. He said that sometimes his friend would tug at his feet to get him to wake up and play. One night, his friend did something that he hasn't seen him do ever. See, he described his friend as another little kid, except he was all black with blue light as eyes. He said that his friend sounded like a kid, so he assumed it was a kid. But on this night, he said no to playing. His friend got angry. He pulled his arm, trying to drag him out of the room, and threw his favorite toy outside his room. He told his friend to stop, and it did. He got up to get his toy from the doorway, and when he looked at the attic staircase, he saw his friend there. But this time, his black face was red, and his eyes were black. After this, they moved their rooms to the second floor, and we've never encountered anything again. Now, as an adult, I bring this up sometimes to my mom, who spent the majority of her time in the house alone. Sometimes she brushes it off as the active imagination of two kids, and other times she says she doesn't know. I visit my parents every now and then, and occasionally catch the familiar smell of farts and eggs. Farts and eggs. Dr. Seuss. I don't know, it sounds like sulfur. It sounds like you have a demon in your house. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm not fucking going to label everything a demon, but you probably have some, I don't know, some weird shit going on in there. Like some, I don't know if that's a little boy or not, or I don't know. Look at the history. That's probably what I would suggest. Um, But yeah, a lot of people have a lot of encounters with shadow people. It seems to be very fucking common nowadays. And uh, that's it for today's episode of A Dead Letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page, A underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open. Welcome to Zach Solved Mysteries, the most important podcast you'll ever hear in your life. I know enough about most things to be inaccurate about everything. We're not just a podcast. We're an experience. This story f***s, dude. Prepare to have your life transformed because not listening to us could be a grave mistake. You must wake up every day and say, today's the day someone's going to murder me. We're not just tackling the classic mysteries of the past. We're rewriting history itself. Robert Stack, I think, had dirt on people. Forget everything you thought you knew about unsolved mysteries. Or any sort of mystery. Maybe there were giants. Who knows? Who cares? Subscribe now to Zach Solved Mysteries anywhere you get your podcasts. Get solved. Haha, <laughs> mystery solved, my bitches.